This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a Premier League lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result... You'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you in, you Reds? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards, points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. (laughs) <laughs> can I? Yeah. Nobody, nobody watches it anyway. There you go. This is the thought of oh, Steve, sorry. Steve Andrews. You are listening to the Red Report. It's the 23rd of February 2023, which means that whichever way you read the date, it reads the same. And the Red Report, powered as always by the best of Barnsley, part of the TalkSport network of fans. As always, the experts in the room are... From the Tykes blog, one of the most well-respected vlogs and blogs out there, it is Ian joining us with a can of Pepsi Max. Other drinks are available. Ian, how are you? Very well, thank you. You're right, chaps. Uh, yeah, and in his West Wing with the pianist in the back, <laughs> playing the harp or whatever. If you're watching us on YouTube, uh, it's of course Sir Steve Andrews. Steve, how are we doing? Very well, sir. It's an eight-inch pianist, by the way. <laughs> right, let's leave it there and talk football. <laughs> That's what people, I think, you know, tune in for. Um, we, we we forecasted a win against Cheltenham, and win we got um, four nil. Um, was that the perfect away performance, Ian, for you? Yes, uh, I, I looked at the stats, and what struck me was we're a lot more clinical. Um, I think we'd had, was it something like, I don't know, six, uh, five shots on target, four goals. And you compare that to when we went to Charlton at the start of January and we had 23 attempts and only two on target. Um, and we went through a bit of a barren spell. We've certainly become more clinical. Um, it had the potential for a banana skim, being Duff's old club. Um, but as we have done in recent games, we've got a grip early on. We've scored early on and we've dictated the play and controlled the game from the for the next 80 minutes. So it probably was the uh, we got a bit of everything, we got a clean sheet, we got some goal of the season contenders once again. I think yeah. the midfielders are playing their own little goal of the season competition between themselves. Uh no no new injuries. You put that down as uh, a good day at the office. Yeah, definitely. You talked about the stats, Steve. Um Nine shots for Barnsley, five on target, four goals, three off target. And then it's like Ian says, isn't it? You look at the goal scorers, James Norwood um, in there again, and he's now regularly sort of popping up. You mentioned Adam Phillips, if he's playing, or was it was it Ian? Uh, if he's playing, he'll, he'll get a goal. 
Yeah. Herbie Kane gets a goal, and what a goal it was. And, of yeah. course, Jordan Williams. There, there's always one that comes from sort of out of nowhere, and this time it was Jordan Williams. And it, it, when we talk about, you know, when you do these, like, fan hub, when you have to forecast the sort of team, Herbie Kane is becoming, you, you can't leave him out now, can you? We, we had a doubt about him. We, we've talked about him quite a lot earlier in the season. But with Mads Anderson and with Bobby Thomas, Kane is, is is one of them on there now, isn't he? Because he's, he's 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 proving his worth and he's proving what he can do on a more regular basis than he did ever before. He's definitely one of the first names on the team sheet now. Um, I, I, I'll hold my hands up and say I was one of his uh, most fervent critics at start of season because I thought he were a waste of money um, and he just wasn't performing at all. Um, and look at him now, like you say, one of the first names on the team sheet. What an amazing strike uh, for his goal on Saturday. Absolutely out of this world. I don't know about goal, goal at month. It'll be, it should be up there for goal of the season, I would have thought. Um, but he's, he's certainly turned turned it round, turned his performances round, um, shut me up just goes to show what I know about football, which is obviously a, not a great deal. Um, but I think we all agreed that there was talent there. It was just somebody to bring it out. And yet again, the base of everything at the minute is Michael Duff. You've got to say that. And, you know, look, look what he's done with Kane. Look what he's done with quite a few other players. Um, but yeah, um, cracking performance from Kane. Cracking performance from all guys. Let's not forget either. I know goals came from midfield. And I know Devante Cole's had a little bit of a stick this week. But he, he ran his blood to water and, you know, and, and put in a performance the same as the other 10 men. Yeah. It's, and it's, it's, it's horrible, isn't it? Because you win 4-0 and a, a bit of a, a sombre atmosphere after the, the club obviously broke the news about Beth Sefton, who's been, for many fans and SLOs and, and us like podcasts, it's like the face of Barnsley FC. Um, obviously, emergency um, operation in hospitals, she, she's not very well at all. So they dedicated that win to uh to the club and uh sorry to, to beth loads of fans sort of then you know sending well wishes and then that sort of peters off a bit and people start talking about why does cole get a shirt why does why does what does he do in training to michael duff how how do you educate people um ian about the work how often work <laughs> i'm glad he asked well. you that one <laughs> i am so glad he asked you that what, one how important is the work that uh, Devante called us even off the ball sometimes to enable people like Norwood to score, to enable, you know what I mean? Because it's not always just about goals, is it? Some of the no. work he does on, goes unnoticed by a lot of people. Yes, I think when um, the team sheet came out on Saturday and I, I, I messaged you guys and said, I've seen some of the comments going, Why, what's Cole got on Duff for him to have a shirt? But it's if you watch the games and you watch the 90 minutes, we all would want Cole to, and, and a goal scorer to be scoring 15, 20 a season. We all know that. But he's having a, a probably one of his better seasons in a red shirt, probably one of his personal better seasons. And although the goals have dried up, his performances are still good enough. And what I what I think you see, if you watch the games consistently, you will see that him and Norwood have got a partnership. They're more telepathic with each other. Cole's still making those runs into space. He's still turning and taking on a man. If he was a woefully off form, 
he wouldn't be doing that. He wouldn't be running down into the line, creating... Because if you look on some of the goals recently, he although he might not have got the assist, he's the one before the assist. So he's, he's heavily involved. If if he was... If he playing like he's got his boots on the opposite feet, then I'd be the first one to say he needs to go to the bench. But you've got to look at his all-round play. We see, um, we see with a lot of players, um, but Cole definitely seems to be the one that uh, divides opinion. But it's not always about his goals. Yeah, I'd love him to score on Saturday. But I think him and Norwood have got a really good partnership. And I think that's probably why Duff hasn't rushed in the... Well, I know Waters came in for that game at was at Cambridge and he got a red card, but he's not rushed Shaw in or anything. I think he sees that them two have got a bit of a cohesion going. So why break it up? Yeah. yeah. And and the good thing is now as well that when Lattice comes back off suspension, you've got Ollie Shaw waiting in the wings that, you know, the, the games are going to come thick and fast now. You know, you've, you've, you've got Derby, uh, you know, we've got Portsmouth coming up and they're not just games. They're actually games against you know, the few teams that, that are above us. So having that strength in depth will, will, will be mega important. One of the things I do, I can't remember um, Devante Cole. I, I just looked, there were, there were no cards in the game. Well, according to the Sky Sports stats, Devante Cole, he gets a battering as well, doesn't he? He gets pushed in the back. He gets dragged off the ball. And it's a very thankless task at times, isn't it? Because he's got no goals to score for it. But he keeps going in and he keeps going. And without saying then, Steve... We're going to preview Derby in a minute, but Norwood and Cole, they just simply they need to start, don't they? Because they, they are providing probably the most goals from the front two for us at the moment. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's uh, I think that's a given, to be honest. They'll both, I think they will start up front. Uh, Norwood, again, proving people wrong, as is Cole. Cole is, yeah, a lot of the work he's doing, he's pulling, he's pulling defenders out, he's making the space for Norwood and for midfielders to run into. Uh, he is getting is getting kicked mercilessly at times, um, but it's it's that sort of. And no, I'm not comparing him to him, but it is that Grealish sort of. He is he is getting free kicks in and around the area, which is then giving the opportunity to your Connell, your Phillips, your Kane, to have a crack, to have a stab at goal, and 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 look at what's what that's creating. It's marvellous. Oh, she's off out. See you later, yeah. love. But no, you know what? Oh, she's back again. Oh, she's been to shops. It's all right. Hi, love. You all right? Beautiful. Beautiful. Get tea on now, Chuck. Um, she's, she's featured more than you did two weeks ago, to be fair. You're not wrong. And she's actually she's actually said more sense than I've ever said. And she hadn't uttered a word, but there you go. Um, no, no would call would are now at the minute on form creating a partnership but they're also creating a partnership as well with with the midfield midfielder creating a bit more there's a lot more movement and you can see that as well um and your fullbacks obviously are pushing up more again creating more it's it, it's that positivity there's a lot more positivity in the side going forward brilliant that's what we want to see yeah um, right, let's look at then. Um, a, a, a big match for many, many reasons. Uh, Derby are fifth, 57 points. Barnsley are sixth on 56 points. There's a point in it. We've played one game less. In the form table over the past six matches, Barnsley are top of the tree. Um, 16 out of potential 18. We've had that, that, that one draw. Um, Derby are fifth. Uh, they've had 13 because they've lost one, drawn one, and won four. Um the form table 
the league table, the fact that we've played them and we, we probably won some revenge, the fact that the Pontiand is nearly sold out, the fact that the, the, the away stand is sold out at 5,000. So we're, I, I, well, I, I presume it'd be very realistic to to hope for 17, maybe 17 and a half, 18,000 people there. Everything is really built up for Barnsley to make, not only consolidate, but actually move higher up the table as well. How how big a match is this? Is this just because there's a place above us and we're having a scarf day? Should this be seen as any other match? Or is this like, are we building it up maybe too much and, you know, could the balloon burst? Because given on form and everything, this could well be a nil-nil. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? You reds? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Yeah, I, Duff will tell you it's, it's just another game. Um, but I think, I think this, this period, this is the start of a period of an acid test now, isn't it? That you, you you're playing teams in and amongst you, and um, it's all well and good playing your Cheltenham's, your Cambridge's, your Forest Greens, but you play, you play Portsmouth, you've got Derby, you've got Ipswich, you've got Sheffield Wednesday. Um, it'll be a real test, real test. But I'm looking forward to it. I think there's a lot going on on and off the pitch on Saturday. We 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 were saying off air. We seriously think there could be a good sixteen thousand. If we've had if we've had just under ten thousand most games with teams that have brought less than a thousand, you add the extra four thousand or so from Derby, and then with extra home fans, it and the scarf day and how the club have appealed for the atmosphere to improve and it did against Cambridge. Then it is there's there's a lot riding on it. Um, but that doesn't mean at five o'clock, if we've not won it, it's all doom and gloom and everybody's no. heads pop. No. It, it'll it be a real acid test for how far for us to see where we are. Um, I still think it'd be a draw, but I think we owe them a performance. In the other two times we've played them this season, we've only played for 30 minutes, 45 minutes, and I, I want us to play for 19. If we can play for 90, I think we'll do all right. I listened to the Derby podcast and they, they were saying the same, that the Derby fans need to forget, Steve, the Barnsley side that they've seen earlier in the season because this is like Mark 3.6. This is like a different version with different energy, probably a couple of different players, but with a, a renewed confidence. And if we're allowed to play our game, then, you know, Derby are, are really, really in for a, a really tough match. Is there... In, in, Duff's been very vocal about wanting the support, about the scarf day. Is there a, a, a danger that that's quite an alien atmosphere, actually, for Oakwell, that it could, I can't say work against them, but that some players might actually like, you know, 
Teams like Derby, teams like Sheffield Wednesday regularly play in front of 17, 18 or even more thousand people. Um, we don't expect them to, but is there a chance that actually it'll be such an atmosphere in, in, in at Oakwell that for some players that might be quite like, whoa, we've not had this before. And could that potentially affect or does it only give them the extra energy that we're looking for? You know what? You'd like to think that because they are professional sportsmen, they will feed off the atmosphere created by the Barnsley fans and hopefully we can create that atmosphere but there is always that worry that especially for the younger ones I mean let's face it for such as Norwood he'll he'll thrive on it Um, but for the younger players there's always that danger that it, it can be quite overwhelming I mean yeah do we build it up we have built it up Um, it is only another league game let's be honest and like Ian says if we do lose it, it's not end at world at all, not by a long way. Um, but it is just another league game. Yes, we want atmosphere. Yes, we desperately need something out of the game. A really well-fought draw, I would take. Um, it would be nice to get a win, let's let, let's not joke. But they they are due a performance against Derby after the last couple of couple of games that we've played against them. We've not shown up really. Uh, we've not shown them what we can do. We've we're hitting a good vein of form at the minute. There's a few teams dropping off. We're hitting a good vein of form at the right time. March yeah. is going to be a massive massive month for us because of the teams that we're playing. Hopefully, we can keep players fit. We can keep players motivated. That's the thing as well. Um, and, and part and parcel of that is the performance of the supporters on Saturday. Scarf day, whatever you want to call it. You know, they've got to create that atmosphere. But let's, you know, let's not kid ourselves. That atmosphere is not just created by the fans. And we've said it before a thousand times. It is created by the team on the pitch, the performance and the build-up. Again, we come back to, daft as it sounds, what music you play to start off with. Well, it's look, that sort look, of thing. Stop there, then. They've got a, they've got a DJ. They've got a DJ. <laughs> no, I'm a tad. <laughs> uh, they've got a DJ. They've got a DJ sort of building the crowds up, ready for the team. Yeah, but is it David Getter? Let's be honest. Is it David Getter? No, it's no. not. No. <laughs> It'll be Frank from East Dean Club. Come on. <laughs> What what would you play then? I'll, I'll let you have both of the thing. What track? Not to come out of the tunnel, but to really both centre fans to get them in that sort of friend. What would you play to build to, to really get them going? Because I, I I agree with what you're saying. It's on the pitch. I think what creates an atmosphere is having a sellout away end, because they start singing, and then we counter it with we all hate leads come, don't we? Because that's, that's, that's what we're doing it. Like, you know what I mean? And I think that creates, it becomes sort of like, it's like a battle almost, it's like a vocal battle. They sing, we want to out-sing them, then it goes quiet. And then, you know, Barnsley scored a goal, and we're all cheering, and then they start singing, you only cheer when you're winning and all that. That's what creates an atmosphere when you've yeah. got two sets of fans that sort of compete against each other. What would you play? It's 10 to 3. People are in the seat. 17,500 people at Oakwell. Steve's at the decks. What are we playing to really, really lift the spirit and get people stood up? You know what? Not clapping, but, you know. No, we don't want no clapping. Let's let's get that out of the way straight away. Um, daft as it sounds, let's be honest. You want something. You want something we beat, something quick, something 
that keeps moving, that keeps going. A couple of tracks, I don't know, you know. Everybody loves 80s because that's when all the best music came out anyway. So you'd have stuff like that. Just some, you know, high tempo, get it get it moving. And then, we, we like you said, 10 to 3, 5 to 3, you're, you're throwing an up-tempo classic type football song, you know, and I know it's been everywhere sweet caroline that sort of that sort of genre get people going get get blood going um you know white stripes that sort of thing that we've had before that's a good one as well but not so much that you can sing to but it's that sort of you don't you don't it's keeping that beat going Mm. and what you don't want is you don't want to, to build it and build it and build it. And then when teams are ready to come out, you revert back to type and go, wait, fanfare for a common man. No, I'm not bothered. Thanks very much. <laughs> Clapping song. No, I'm not bothered. Thanks very much. You've got to keep that beat going. And if that means moving away from your classic Barnsley song, so what? Do you know what I mean? You want an atmosphere. You have got to help the fans create that atmosphere with the music music is it's very emotive isn't it yeah yeah so if you if you can get it in there that'll that'll bring atmosphere up yeah that's always been my not problem but they're very good at times when things are going well the atmosphere is there and then the teams come out for the second half and 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 jason the stadium announcer tries to get people going again but you know half of them are still getting served the pint or the pork pie or whatever it is that they're eating and then it just it's quiet again, isn't it, with the referee's whistle. Should they perhaps look at, at half time, five minutes before they come back out, trying to, you know, gear everybody um up again? I'd 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 be looking at, you know, I think you know, your Bon Jovi, that sort of what people can sing along with. Because you want sing alongs, don't you? You want people to at the top of the voice, oh, 45 minutes when they leave. Oh well, not when you're losing, we're halfway there, because that's maybe not the right thing to do. But uh, any uh any advice from the other side of the Pennines, Ian? Any music that never reached us that you thought might be? <laughs> no, I, I, I agree with Steve. It's got to be something that everybody knows because you can have fans young and old. So like your Sweet Caroline type of thing because it's so topical recently mm. with the Euros and the World Cup and everything. You've got to pick something that everybody knows the tune to even if they don't know the words. Um, and it, I don't know if it'll work at all well, but I know some places do the opposite. So I think tonight at Old Trafford, with ten minutes before kickoff, they're turning the PA system off, and they're in, and, and leave it to the fans to try and generate an atmosphere, a proper old-fashioned sing, you know, and get the noise going. That might, I'm not saying it, you can reciprocate that at every football ground, but sometimes it's you've got to think of something different. Okay. I think on Saturday, I think it's got to be right. Yeah, that the, they need to. They need to have something pumping. I don't think we're quite ready to turn it all off at ten to three and expect the ponty to suddenly come together. <laughs> it probably just goes like like a, a damp squib. But just trying to think of something different. But I, I agree with Steve. It's got to be something that people people know, even if they can just hum along to and chip, sing along to, even if they don't know the words. But I mean, something I, something like "Free from Desire." I mean, we had that a couple of seasons yeah, yeah. ago. That's yeah. another one that's that you know it gets people yeah. jumping up and down, especially. Need- you only need what three or four songs, don't you? Three minutes apiece, yeah. Yeah. ten minutes worth of music. That's as much as you need. Three three songs will probably do it. Pick three bangers and get every, get everybody up for it. 
yeah. And, and and I'm sure they will, but, you know, the, the, the whole club, the fan base, are thinking of Bath and her family at the time, obviously, you know, hoping for positive news soon. And I, I'm pretty sure that somewhere in those 90 minutes, her name will be or should be, um, you know, um, be shouted at from all sides of the stadium, away and obviously excluded, for, for everything that, you know, she's, she's, she's always done. And obviously, we, we hope to hear good news soon and, I'm sure all of us sent some best wishes to her, um, you know, to, to her family. Um, line up then. We talked about the front. Um, is there still an issue in midfield? Or are we saying actually Phillips scores again? It the side really picks itself because is that also then easy for Warney to look and saying, well, this will be their lineup and this is how we're going to counter it? Or are we, you know, are we are we maybe thinking maybe make some changes? I'll, I'll go with you first, Ian. Or would you say it now picks itself in it? You think it would pick itself, but it wouldn't surprise me if he sticks somebody like Russell, who's a big lad in midfield, to try and break their midfield up. And and uh, we know what they've got. We know their threat up front with McGoldrick and that Mendes Lang. I think it wouldn't surprise me if he puts a big lad in there to, to ruffle a few, not ruffle a few things and kick people, but just disturb them. Whereas Phillips, does he do that? And I think it might, he might, he might change it just to kind of. He's thinking of the opposition and how can we upset them. So it wouldn't surprise me if Russell comes in. He's had a bit of a breather. Yeah. We we know one of their players very well, whether he starts or not, we don't know, Steve. But is Russell maybe the right man to put on Conor Horahan to make sure that he doesn't direct things from midfield? Conor Horahan, have we do we know him, do we? <laughs> dead to me. Sorry, he's dead to oh, me. me. Um <laughs> nah, I'll leave it at that. Um do you know what? I agree with you, and I think he will. I think he'll leave Phillips out myself. I think Phillips will be better off coming off off bench. I think Russell would be a good a good shout to start for exactly that reason. Uh, him and Connell, um, even if they both sit deep, even just for the first half, could be, you know, good at breaking up play. They're both like they get stuck in. They both can then take it in turns sort of pushing forward with Kane. Um, I think the rest of the team will probably pick itself. By the sounds of it, Cadden will probably be back, so Ziyech will, will drop back out. Should he drop back out? He had a decent game last on, on Saturday, so that makes you wonder whether Cadden would come straight back in. Um, to me, it would be relatively the same side, but... I've got to agree with Ian and Phillips would be the one for me that would drop at, dropped at bench. I wouldn't drop him, obviously, completely um, because of his goal-scoring attributes. But I think Russell and Connell would be a good shout to start, to be honest. Hmm. You said it earlier on, uh, you know, a good result, a good performance is key. It's, it's the last match in February. Just looking ahead, you, you mentioned it earlier, Steve, in the month of March, Bristol Rovers away. Uh, then we've got Portsmouth at home on a Tuesday. The following Saturday, it's Plymouth away. The following week, it's Wickham Wanderers um, away. Then we've got Sheffield Wednesday at home. Massive by club. Massive club then. Massive. Well, apparently, no, uh, from what I've heard, they sold six million already for the away end. So. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, then Fantastic. Ipswich, then Ipswich down and you finish off with a relative, whatever is easy these days, an Exeter. There's a lot of, you know, Portsmouth and Plymouth in a week, you know, Ipswich, Sheffield Wednesday. It is, it's key, isn't it, that 
performance and, and results <laughs> go the right way to set you up for a fantastic match. So that, that only leaves one question. And that question is, of course, what is the final result going to be? And who will be the first Barnsley goal scorer? Steve. Oh, me again? First? Oh, shocker. <laughs> yeah, because um, you tend to get it right. Or you think you do, but yeah. Well, I think I do, yeah. <laughs> do you know what? I'd, lo- I'd love to say we'll win on Saturday. But I think it will be... I hope it's not going to be a potential banana skin and we fall back into old ways and... It's two or three nil to Derby. I don't want. Obviously, I don't want that. Nobody does. I think. I think we'll. It'll be a draw. But I think it'll probably be a scoring draw, and I, I'm going to go for two apiece. And I'm going to go. Uh, your Barnsley goal scorers will be. Devante Cole's going to get one on Saturday, and. I think Norwood will get one on Saturday. I think it'll be your two strikers that will score on Saturday. So there you go. Good way to start. So it'll be it'll be Shaw starting up front on his own. We are five four one formation, and we'll get absolutely bugger all. <laughs> Ian, your thoughts? Uh, I'm going to copy Steve. I'm going two two. I think it could be a classic, and I think two teams will go for it. Goal scores. I fancy Norwood. I think Norwood will get one. Yeah, but what, think... what about on the pitch to score? Who do you think is going to... No, eh? It's normally me that gets told off for comments like that. Um, yeah, I'm going Norwood and then somebody out of the midfield because <laughs> they're prolific at the minute. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to, once again, uh, put it all on the line. I'd, I'd say a 2-1 home win. I just feel that the derby goal will come from a set-piece. And I think the Barnsley first goal will come from a set piece. So I'm going for Bobby Thomas from a corner or free kick or whatever it may be. But um, I'm sticking with it. Luke Thomas will come on in the 80th minute or in the 75th minute. And he's going to have a moment of brilliance like he does against his old club and just announce to everybody that he's back and he's here to stay. So I'm going for a 2-1. That's more heart than head that's ruling. But we're allowed to have that every now and then. So... um. It's one of those matches, of course, everybody's looking forward to. Unless you're working on a Saturday night, you can't go. Um, it, it's going to be a spectacle. We hope for fans to... Um, to, to we know they're going to be there in numbers. We need that 90 minutes of singing. We need that atmosphere. Um, I think, you know, if on the pitch we are doing well, the atmosphere, it, it's like a pattern to just start coming and it will come more and more. And then if you can crown it off with a goal, even better. So, um Two score draws and a home win. Um, we will meet up next week and we'll see how we can uh, how we can review that match. But as always, Ian, thank you very much for joining us on this Thursday evening. Steve, you can tell the pianist to uh, you know to, to resume playing as you took in your uh, caviar and salmon or whatever. You I, tell, I tell you what, I tell you what, he should be playing. Anybody should be playing tonight, and thoughts should be for John Motson. Got to mention yeah, that. I, well, Grown up listening to Motti and what what a, a sad loss it is yet again, uh, but always fondly remembered. Yeah. Yes. I, well, well, well said. Here, here. And if you are going to the match, um, don't forget somewhere in between kickoff and the final whistle. Um, shout the now. Uh, please shout out for Beth Sefton and, and let her family know that every single Barnsley fan is right behind her and we're all hoping for good news. You've been listening to the Reds Report, powered by uh, the Best of Barnsley and part of the TalkSport network of fans. It's the 90th minute. All your mates are around. 
you've got your McDonald's share boxes ready to go. Ian's already got booked for double dipping, and Steve has stolen the last nugget. You're snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? You reds? At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The TalkSport Fan Network. The ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Want barnstorming Barnsley insight, analysis and opinion? Follow the Reds Report podcast on the TalkSport Fan Network. Unbeatable club-dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Search TalkSport Fan Network.